Welcome to Sisterhood, having conversations that matter with me, Laurieann Sheldrick, an incredible woman who support, encourage, and empower other women. While you are here, you will be supported. You will empower yourself so that you can be supportive to others and begin to fully embrace that we cannot be empowered women if we do not support those who are being disempowered. That is the magic that lies within sisterhood, and it only works if we do it together. The purpose of sisterhood is to create deep and meaningful connections with other women, have conversations that matter, because women need other women, and together we are going to be, do, and have all that we desire. It starts right here, right now, with me, my special guests, and with you. Let's begin. Welcome to the magic of sisterhood. I'm back with another solo. This is totally a spur of the moment. I'm not even kidding. Like a today I have to sit down and record this conversation that I'm going to be having with all of you about this pressure to perform on social media and in our businesses. Uh, Welcome back to the Sisterhood Podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I so love having these conversations with all of you, even if you're not on the other side talking back to me. I visualize just the most incredible human beings listening to this podcast, and I'm so grateful for every single human being who listens. So welcome. I was chatting online with a friend today and she inspired today's conversation. We were back and forth and we were talking about the pressure to be on social media. And it was such a good conversation because it really reminded me of all of the ways that we sort of get sucked into this external noise and all of those external stressors that come up in our lives and how often people who are in certain industries will use certain things against us to get us to work with them. So one of the things that she was saying is she said um, that she had she had seen someone say, if you don't like doing social media for your biz, then you must not love what you're doing. And I'm and you know what she said and what I agreed was that's such a load of horseshit. And I can guarantee the person who said that probably runs a social media business or probably runs some kind of content business. And they were like, let me show you how to do it. So what they did is they used your fear and your stressor and your emotional trigger against you to get you to buy from them. And I am not on board with that. I am not okay with that. And that's why I wanted to come here and have a conversation about this pressure to perform perform online and to constantly be creating content um, and just all of the expectations around that. And I'm not going to focus on... Um, everything that is wrong, I'm going to focus on what we can do, what we can do to protect and take care of our mental and emotional health, because that's my expertise. That's what I teach. That's what I do at Contagiously Positive. That's what I do in my life coaching practice. That's what I do in all of my online workshops. Everything that I create and all the tools that I provide are to help you mentally, emotionally, attitudinally. That's it. So I'm going to stay in my level of expertise and what I enjoy sharing and teaching and from that authentic place. When it comes to social media, I've been, um, I've had my business now since 2012. And I believe that now with how quickly social media is just transforming and all of the changes that are constantly coming out all the time and you know having to use social media for our business I believe this is an overlooked workplace stressor that's causing so much inner stress and even anxiety and it's this expectation this expectation because that's really what it is this external expectation that then we put on ourselves internally to now be performers online we have reels and tiktok and instagram stories and lives and pinterest and facebook and youtube and twitter and blogs and podcasts and email list and email content like it is it's so overwhelming and i'm only 
tackling and talking about the ones that I know. I know that there are so many other platforms out there. This is just, these are the only ones that come to my mind that I know about because I'm in my 40s and I don't know all of them that are out there. So um, the thing is though, that I really want to to explore that I think is so important for us to really understand is that all of them, all of them have these features built into them that want us to create total perfection, to become relevant, to increase engagement, to get more likes, to build our audience, and to stay on top, whatever the freak that means, right? So what I see is many business owners spending more time on social media and less time on their actual business. And I used to be guilty of this as well until I finally had to just say, no, no, I'm in this. I want to be of service to my clients. I want to be of service to my community. And I can't do that if I'm spending 70, 80% of my time just trying to figure out social media and run all these multiple platforms. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. All of these platforms are also competing with each other to be the best platforms. They want more followers and so do we. So it's this constant, what do you call it? This constant hamster wheel that we're on. So I don't think, you know, we hear this term all the time. We hear this term called social media fatigue. And yeah, as a user, for sure, sometimes I can sort of get lost scrolling through social media and I have social media fatigue because I'm just like, oh my God, it's so much of the same thing over and over and over and over again. And it seems like more like quantity over quality. So yes, definitely we have a social media fatigue problem that affects us mentally and emotionally. But we also have anxiety over this performance pressure, creation pressure, which um, causes us to have this like this comparison to creep in. And then what happens when we start to compare and we're like, oh my God, I can't keep up with that performance. We feel like we're constantly failing. We feel like we're constantly not doing enough, which usually ends up resulting in feeling like we're not good enough. And I see a lot of people just ending, like saying, you know what? I'm not getting in. I don't want to do this business anymore. Um, I don't want to do this side hustle anymore. I don't want to do it anymore because I can't keep up with social media. And so it's not because social media is like the devil. I love social media. I think social media is amazing. I love all of these platforms that allow us to be able to create communities around us. But the thing is, is we're not creating communities around us. We're trying to beat the algorithm all the time. And we're constantly in this like state of FOMO, this fear of missing out. And this performance pressure and like I said this this creation and content creation pressure not feeling good enough never feeling like we can get tackle that to-do list and our mental and emotional health is being affected by this pressure this pressure to perform this pressure to beat the algorithm that let's be real we're never going to beat it never 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 I'm going to say that one more time, never, because all of a sudden you're going to wake up tomorrow and there's going to be a new feature on the app and it's going to come out, right? And then we're going to buy into it and we're going to think that, oh, great, now I have to do this thing. Now, oh my God, now it's no longer Reels. It's now this new other thing and it's this pressure and we're going to feel like the only way to be relevant and seen is to now be actors and dancers, for example, right? It's a distraction. Listen, dancers, performers, artists love these features for them because it allows them to use these wonderful, again, wonderful, I'm not putting these platforms down, they can be wonderful. These actual dancers, these actual performance performers, these these actual artists, these actual actors, these actual like stand-up comedians now have these wonderful features to be able to reach all of us and entertain us. Most of us are not entertainers though. So our mental and emotional health is being affected, right? Also, it isn't for everyone. And we're really getting caught up in this trap of like a one-size-fits-all box. So for me, I'm a coach. I am a life coach. 
and I'm an online educator and I'm a podcaster and I work with women on providing them with support and tools to strengthen their mental and emotional muscles and attitudinal muscles, right? That's what I do. I'm very clear about what I do and I'm very clear about why I do it. So are you telling me the only way to get clients and the only way to be of service through social media is to entertain you by singing and dancing? Will you not hire me if I don't dance for you? I, every time I think about that, I always think of like dance, puppet dance. Like we're just these like little puppets, you know, being held up like dance for me. Will you not hire a therapist or a photographer or a life coach or a business coach or what, whoever because they don't create a 60-second a, a reel? No. We, we, we got to stop that, right? Thinking that if that person's entertaining me, then maybe I should work with them. Well, but what do they do? Take away the distraction. Take away all the shiny bubbles and take all that away. Is it actually someone you want to be working with? I know that there's so much pressure. I know. We And I also understand because I do this as well. We get very distracted by the shiny thing. And then we stop doing the real work that actually inspires us. We forget about our truest why. Why did you, why did you get into the business that you're in? Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you posting on social media even? Social media is meant to be social. But we're no longer being social. We're just shiny bubbles. Here's my new shiny thing. Here's my new shiny reel. And again, if you enjoy doing these things, freaking awesome because we need that wonderful energy out there. This is for those who feel like this performance for this this expectation to perform is putting so much pressure on them. So I remember back in the day when I first started using Instagram, I wanted to get the swipe up option for the Instagram stories. I really wanted that because I wanted it because I didn't want to have to constantly say like, go to the link in my bio for this thing. I want to just be able to make it super, super easy for my community to just swipe up. So I Googled how I could get it. And um, in Google, in Google, I Google everything. In Google, it said I either needed 10,000 followers, I believed it was, I believe it was, and still is today, or approval. So you had to like fill out this thing and they could give you approval. So I followed the steps to get that approval, but then I never heard anything and I did it multiple times over the years and nothing's ever happened. And I still don't have the swipe up because I don't have 10,000 followers. So anyway, and, and I'm okay with that. But in that article... It talked about buying likes. So spending money buying likes through Instagram so that I could get to the 10,000 followers and get the swipe up. So it's basically like, it's not real human beings, it's bots. It's just bots. So it's not like you have 10,000 actual human beings. You buy these bots, which shows up as a like, as someone following you. So I was like, wow, like, Where's the authenticity in that? And then it made me think, okay, okay, the more people there are that don't win the game, that aren't winning this game, the more money they make because people will spend money on those ads, on those promotions, and on those likes, on those bots. It isn't organic. It's because they, they shine this shiny object in front of us and we really want it. We really want that thing because it will make it more convenient, right? Not just to us, but to our community. So all that to say, there is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not doing anything wrong. There never was anything wrong with you, right or wrong about social media. That's not what this is about. It is just simply the way the system is designed. And right or wrong, agree or disagree, it's just the way that it's designed. So first, what I want to do is I want to share with you some mindset shifts to really help to support you if you're feeling that anxiousness of this pressure to perform and really just be in this constant state of creation, if you will. I think that will really help. So we've addressed, here's what the problem is. We've identified that. 
Also, we now know there's nothing wrong with us, nothing wrong with you. There never was anything wrong with you, right or wrong, agree or disagree. This is the way the system is designed, all right? So you can challenge the system all you want. You can fight the system all you want. And if there's a way to do that, by all means, if we can make big, huge, massive changes um, to all of these platforms and all of these, you know, companies that are doing this, great. But I believe it starts with us. If we don't buy into the system, the system has to change to us, period. And I truly, truly believe that. But they work very, very hard to make us believe that there is something wrong with us and they're the only ones who are going to be able to fix it. So here, buy this shiny thing, right? Let's just agree right now, nothing wrong with you. So mindset, mindset, that's so important right now because we're going to start with the mindset and then shift into our emotional state. You are not going to get left behind if you decide that it isn't right for you or for your business or because you decide, you know what, I'm going to choose to do things my own way that are that's unique to me. I think that's really, really important to note here. That's like, I'm not giving you steps, but let's call that step one, okay? Step one, you're not going to get left behind and become irrelevant or unworthy or fail in your business if you decide that it isn't right for you or for your business and you decide to choose your own path, right? It is you that makes you unique, you, not a fun reel. And if you want to take that wonderful uniqueness that's inside of you and create a reel because it's fun for you, oh my God, magic, magic, total, total magic, right? But if you decide reels aren't for me, also magic, also magical because what you're sharing is going to be so unique to you and you're not going to be like everybody else. We're all creating the same reels. Where's the uniqueness in that? We're all pointing at things. We're all creating these reels instead of just like fully tapping into, okay, what feels good to me? What is my voice? What is the thing that I want to share and how I want to share it? That's so important. So, so important. But I think the biggest thing here mentally is really reminding yourself until it's like deeply rooted into your subconscious belief systems that you're not going to get left behind if you decide to say, not for me. Works for you, not for me. And no judgment on either side because those who want to use these features and they want to and they have fun with it, that's amazing because they're the ones who really create like the best content from it, like the most entertaining, fun content that like just totally lifts us up, right? Secondly, another little mindset shift here. You are not an algorithm. You are not a number. You are not a bot. You are not a machine. You are not a content creator just sitting there being like, boop, 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 you know, like a little computer. You are a human being with a beating heart, with emotions, with feelings, with passions, with thoughts, with your own creative ideas, all the beautiful things that make you you and that make you a human being. You, me, we, all of us are not defined by numbers. Even through social media, algorithms and stats, they want us to think that we are, but you are not. You are not. Your value, your worth, your service, what you have to offer doesn't come from what the algorithm decides is your value or worth. You are simply worthy. Really want to have that like totally just sink in. Remind yourself of that. Write down these two things, these two mindset shifts somewhere that when you get that like FOMO comes in or that pressure to perform, that anxiety that comes in when you're like, I haven't been on stories all week, I'm now irrelevant. One, I'm not going to get left behind if I decide that it isn't right for me and I decide to follow my own path. 
two, I am not an algorithm. I am not defined by numbers. My value does not come from what the algorithm decides is my value or worth. And just keep that in your mind all the time. Remind yourself of this. Speak it to yourself all the time when those feelings, that pressure comes up. Because there's always going to be a new app. There's always going to be a new feature. There's always going to be a new way that the algorithm, you know, wants us to try and match up with. But here's what I know. Here's what I know with 100% accuracy and fact. There's never going to be another you. And that's all that matters. I know that sounds so like Pollyanna, right? Like, but it's true. It's true. There's never going to be another you. So you just showing up as you, that's all that matters. That's your worth. That's your value. You showing up as you. That's where your value lies. That's where your worth lies. That big, beautiful, beating heart, that's you. Your emotions, your feelings, what's in your mind, your thoughts, your ideas, your creative magic, the way you serve, the things you talk about, how you show up. Ah, that's the best internal algorithm, if you will, there ever will be and ever was. I promise you, okay? So listen, I don't have all the answers here. (laughs) Honestly, like I'm in the same boat as you. Um, But I will share what helps me. And one of the things that has really been helping me is just checking in with myself in everything that I share. Like if you've been following um, Contagiously Positive on social media or you've been listening to the podcast or you're part of the email community, anywhere I am, I always talk about checking in with yourself. This is like your best compass. So I'm going to share some questions with you that might really help you, especially when it comes to this like pressure to perform so first of all with regards to like the tiktoks and the the reels and like the pointing things and the singing and the dancing ask yourself these questions number one do i even want to be an actor do i want to be an entertainer do i want to be a dancer do i want to be a stand-up comic right like if the answer is no great Follow that inner compass. Again, you're not going to get left behind because you don't want to do it. But also, there are some people who will be like, oh my God, yes, I so love to entertain. That like really jazzes me up. Both are fantastic answers, by the way. It takes courage to say yes and it takes courage to say no. It's both and, right? Then ask yourself, Do I enjoy the acting? Do I enjoy the entertaining? Do I enjoy the dancing for others? Do I enjoy making people laugh? So these are such important questions because it's that like joy. If you're like, oh my God, yes, I do enjoy it and brings me so much joy. Put all that joy into that thing because we on the other end who are watching it are going to feel it and there's nothing better than that energy. Nothing better. Another question you can ask yourself, especially when that FOMO is creeping up and you have this pressure to perform, especially with all of these new like bells and whistles that come, is ask yourself, does it support my business and the clients that I'm serving? If the answer is no, then really explore that more, right? Like, okay, then why am I doing it? What will support my business and the clients that I'm serving? Put all your energy and focus into that. You can even frame it um, in this way. Does it align with my business? And does it allow me to support my clients in a way that is authentic to me and my business and to them and to my business values and my business ethics? If not, there's your answer. Follow that guidance system and ask yourself, okay, what does? What can I do then? Is my time best spent, you know, spending an hour creating a reel or TikTok video? Or can that hour be spent supporting a client or supporting myself or building my business in a way that is authentic to me? This is so important. So, so important. Get very, very honest and real with yourself and do that check-in. You know, if the idea of posting every single day, let alone three, five times a day, doesn't work with you work for you don't do it we beat the algorithm by not playing into it 
We protect our mental and emotional health by not submitting to this false idea that we have to constantly perform. Because that's really what I'm seeing there online now. Constantly perform to have a successful business. And what does that lead to? It leads to mental and emotional shackles just like weighing us down where we never feel free and our business no longer feels good to us because we got caught up in social media. We got caught up in this idea, this pressure to perform, this expectation to perform. So, yeah, start there. Mentally, emotionally, that will really help you to give yourself those reminders, do those little check-ins, really checking in with yourself and asking yourself what feels good for you, what doesn't. That's the best inner guidance system ever out there, ever outside every single expert telling you what you should be doing which is a lot of friggin' shit a lot of stuff the best guidance system you have is right inside of you so just give yourself a question ask yourself questions does this align with me does this feel good to me is this something I want to do is this something I even have the time to do the desire to do the energy to do the emotional bandwidth to do so start there If social media is important for your business, which it can be for so many businesses, it's such a wonderful platform. It can really be a wonderful platform. I love social media when I'm connected with it in in an authentic way, okay? So let's talk about some like practical tips that aren't mental and emotional, but will help you mentally and emotionally. First thing, and I learned this a few years ago, which really, really helped. Choose the platform that you want to spend the most time on. That is so important because there's so many and you just you don't have the time to be on all of them. Choose that one pl- or two platforms that's going to take off that pressure and choose quality over quantity. Quality always wins. Even though they want you to believe it's quantity, that's bullshit. People want quality. People want quality. You want quality as well, right? Because listen, you can't perform on every single platform. There are too many. Just take that pressure off of yourself and be where you want to be. So for me, I love Instagram. Right now, like Instagram is really where I love to spend to spend a lot of my time. So I spend my time there. I put my energy there. Like when I'm creating graphics and stories and... and um, I don't create any reels. I don't do any of that. But um, when I'm creating my content for Instagram, I love it because I can be so intentional with it. So again, I don't do reels. I don't point at the words or the songs in the back. I'm not going to dance for you. That's not for me. I so appreciate those who do it and enjoy it. This isn't about right or wrong, agreeing or disagreeing. It's again, coming back to what feels good for you. I like Facebook, but I don't like it as much as Instagram. Um... Because I find there's just so much community on Instagram and um, because you need a graphic or a video to post, you're really more deliberate about what you share, right? It takes a little effort and I find like in that pause, because you do need a video or a picture, you get to really discern if, okay, is this actually what I want to share? So in that pause, it allows you to... Just take a moment to be like, is this something that's aligned to me? Is this my voice? Is this my authentic self? And um, and if it is, then there's just so much beautiful energy in that. I also enjoy bringing out my creative side as well and going into Canva and creating the graphic. Like I really enjoy that. So if that's your thing, awesome, right? If not, also awesome. Both are awesome. So... Yeah, so Instagram is where I spend a lot of my time. I do enjoy Facebook, but I spend a little bit more time on Instagram. Um, So I find myself heading more over to Instagram than Facebook. So if I do stories, I don't do them in Facebook. I do them in Instagram. If I do lives, I do them in Instagram. I don't do them in Facebook. So yeah, just whatever is your thing. I also love my email community. And um, I've had my email community since the beginning of my business. 
And I always, always enjoyed that. I enjoy creating the weekly coaching emails. I enjoy also I get I bring my creative side in um, and I always make them like color coordinated and beautiful and fun links like I make it really pretty and I put a lot of time and effort into it because I just I love it so much. I don't care if I have two people or thousands of people. I love writing them. It isn't a newsletter where I share my products and what's coming in or what's what I have to offer. It's um, long form tools and practices and stories and journal prompts. And I love that. And there are times I share my services. Of course, of course I do. That's, I'm running a business as well, but it isn't my main focus. And because not everyone is on social media or doesn't see it, I also do this really fun thing on Fridays. I call it the Friday Roundup. And I round up all of my favorite shares from the week and I put it into a beautiful email and I use graphics and I pretty it up with colors and I even expand on it when I have those moments where I say, oh my God, I should have said that. So Mondays is this like long form tools for um, people's toolbox and then practices and stories and journal prompts. And then Fridays, I do this really fun Friday roundup. And the thing about Friday is if I had a week where I've posted nothing on social media, there's no email that goes out on Friday and I'm very very I am so transparent with everyone who signs up um, there's no freebies there's no like special things you get when you sign up the email every single week is that right so I don't need this again this distracting freebie to get someone on my email list that doesn't want to be there and will just totally unsubscribe right so on Fridays I have nothing to share I'm transparent about that and I'm like listen if social media I had nothing on Friday to share I'm not sharing anything but if I do even if I didn't share anything on social media but there's something like a little message I call them like doses of positivity something that I feel like sharing on the Friday that I will but I'm transparent and I say you may not get a message from me every single Friday so yeah just be transparent it's like that transparency allows you to be consistent but not tied down to it um, where you let them know that quality is way more important than quantity and your readers and community will absolutely appreciate that so much so again I'm not an expert this is just what's always worked for me and has really taken the pressure off of myself and has helped me to experience, especially with this side of the business, um, the mental and emotional freedom from it. So another thing that's really, really helped and I think it's so important is to truly be authentic and share your voice in your way. If you like videos, do videos. If you like audio, do audio. If you like shorter bursts with like pretty graphics, do that. If you're a long form writer, which like me, share it in that way as well. Just share in the voice that is the most authentic to you. You don't have to share every single aspect of your life if you don't want to. There, you know, social media is not necessarily the safest place to do that because, you know, we have another problem that I'm not even going to tap into quite yet, but I am working on something with that, which is bullying online, right? We didn't, we don't accept bullying in the workplace, Yet somehow we're accepting bullying online, which for many of us online is now our new workplace. So that's going to be a whole other conversation for another day. But I do want you to know that that does come up sometimes when you're sharing your authentic voice in your way, you may get some trolls. That's not you. That's on them. All right. So just find your voice. And again, do the check in. What do I enjoy doing? How do I enjoy writing? How do I enjoy sharing? What's the content that I want to share? How do I want to be of service? Like, do I want to share my day when I'm like, if you're a photographer, do I want to share my day on shoots? How do I want to do that? Um, if you're a business coach, do you want to share tips about business coaching? Do you want to share tips about stress? Like, what is that thing that you want to share from your own voice, from in your authentic way. If someone, some expert says to you, oh, people only have a six second attention span, so you gotta write one paragraph and only one paragraph, bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. If you're a long form writer, if you wanna do two hour podcast, you wanna write a blog that takes 18 minutes to read, 
do it because I'm telling you right now, that's not only the way I write and share my content, it's also the way I consume my content. I like long form on both sides. Some people will as well. So just share your authentic voice and remind yourself again, those who need it, who want to read it, who want to watch it, will spend the time to listen, watch, and read, no matter if it's short or long, okay? So, okay, where, what do I want to share next? I wrote some notes here. Again, this was spur of the moment. So I just wrote some notes down on things that I wanted to share with all of you because I wanted to like share and have this conversation while I was right in the moment, while I was really feeling the energy, which is also so, so important as well. If I had waited after I was like not feeling like the like total energetic vibe of wanting to have this conversation because I was so frustrated, um, my energy would change and I may not be so willing to have the conversation after, right? So um, consistency. We hear this all the time. You have to be consistent, 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 consistent. Consistent doesn't mean three, four, five, six, seven times a day. Be consistent in the way you want to be consistent in. Again, what actually works for you and for your schedule? Check in with yourself. Look at your schedule. Look at your week. Look at what you have on. What actually, and then ask yourself, what actually works for me and for my schedule? Am I going to have time to show up on social media? If yes, what do I want to share? How can I share it? How can I work in what I'm doing throughout the week to to share and be of service to my community? Boom, that's it. And if you don't have time and it's not in your schedule and you're on vacation, just go on vacation. Just let your stories run out, period. Nothing wrong with that. Again, you're not going to become irrelevant because you go away or you're busy working with your clients or busy doing your job and you haven't had time that day to do an Instagram story and your Instagram stories run out. You didn't have time to spend two hours creating a reel. It's okay. So be consistent in the way that you want to be consistent in and ask yourself what actually works for me this week and for my schedule. And yes, you can always like pre-plan and pre-create all of your posts. Um, but that again, doesn't work for everyone. It doesn't work for me because um, the way that I decided and this is, and again, this is me, it may not be you. And it also depends on your business. Um, For me, I'm a service-based business and I like to share based on what's happening currently in our environment. So if I'm going to be talking about mental and emotional health and tools for our mental and emotional health, it's going to be based on what I'm seeing happening. So for the past year and a half, it's been about, you know, COVID and really taking care of our mental and emotional health with regards to what's happening with COVID and with the lockdowns and with the isolation that people are feeling and the frustration and the stress and the fear and all the worries. So that's really what I've been sharing. And what I've been noticing now is this frustration over performing because a lot of people have had to turn their business towards being more online, which means more people are online, which means more people are using social media and more people are frustrated about social media because of this pressure to perform, which is why I'm having this conversation with all of you today. And that's usually the way I share. And that's why I say be consistent in the way you want to be consistent for me. I don't share three, four times a day. I don't have that much to say three, four times a day that I'm sharing. But sometimes on stories, I do have multiple things to say throughout the day that I feel like I think this will really support someone right now. So what actually works for me and for my schedule and how can I show up in a way that provides quality over quantity and is of service? Those who like you and like what you have to offer and like what you have to say, they're going to search you out. They will stay with you and be in the community that you're building no matter what. And it's way more important to have engaged people than a certain number of likes or posts that are just void of anything useful because, you know, again you listen to that expert saying you have to be consistent and you have to post three, four times a day to beat the algorithm. You are not an algorithm. And the only way to beat this algorithm, if you will, is to not buy into it. Let the algorithm show up for us instead of us showing, having to show up for it. So the next thing that I wrote down was create content that feels good to you. I think that's so important and that actually just, you know, is basically what I was just saying right now where 
doing, recording this share right now, having this conversation with you right now, this feels really good to me. It feels really good for me. Like I feel it. I'm energized by it. Like the words are just flowing out of me. I have all these ideas coming in. Like I got to say this and I got to say that. And oh my God, don't forget this. Like I'm really energized by it. Um, But I'm not always like in a position where I can sit down and just record. I was just today, I'm in the position today where I have this time when I could just sit down and be like, okay, boom, 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 here are the notes that I made, just start to riff. I don't always have that opportunity because I'm either with clients or I'm doing things, I'm out of the house, I'm not in front of my microphone, I'm not on my desk, whatever it may be. So what I do is I have a notes app on my phone where I put all of my ideas, all the things that pop into my head during the day where I'm like, boom, that feels really good to me. I have to share that. I have to talk about that. I have to expand on that. I have to create more on that. Put that in there. Oh my God, that'd be really great in Canva, whatever it may be. And then when I can, I'll create the post and share it later. I actually don't call them posts. I call them shares because again, social media is meant to be social. And what do we do when we're socializing? We share. We share. What do I feel like sharing today? If I, I love that question. What do I feel like sharing today? And so having this notes app, you don't have to put it in your phone. You can carry a notebook around with you if you want, wherever you go. Because I find oftentimes the inspiration comes in the most like inconvenient places like driving. So when I'm driving, I have the voice app on my phone handy. I have this little thing, this hookup in my car where my phone can go and I turn my phone on and I keep the voice app right there and I just push the record button and I talk into it so then I never have to remember it because I never do if I don't record it and this just takes the pressure off of you. And then when you feel like showing up on social media and you have time, you have content that felt really, really good to you, that really connected with you, really aligned with you and now you're providing quality over quantity. Take off the pressure, right? It's so simple and so difficult at the same time. It's, yeah, it's both. It's both. It just, you know, this isn't going away. These tools, this conversation, I don't think this is going to end in one like one hour podcast, right? This is something we're going to have to always remind ourselves of and something we're always going to have to push back against because it's always being thrown at us. That external pressure, that external noise, it's there and it's there to stay. That's why I provide so many tools on how we can take care of our mental and emotional and attitudinal and physical and spiritual well-being. It's not for... It's not if life happens, it's when. It's for those moments to help us get through these daily stressors that we have so that they don't build up and we don't take up permanent residence in it. So I'll just end with this. Social media doesn't have to be the devil. It doesn't have to be evil. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. I've consistently showed up for nine years in my business on social media and I'm so proud of that and I've done it in a way that's authentic to me. A few times I have fallen down that rabbit hole and tried to beat that algorithm and do what all the experts were telling me that I should do to become relevant and to be, you know, quote unquote successful in business. Um, but now I'm really proud that I'm doing the daily practice of reminding myself that I don't have to do what everyone else is doing to be relevant and to be of service and to support my community. And I have days when I get caught up in the comparison and I have days when, you know, I have that FOMO and I think, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to do it like them. And then I remind myself, I'm not them. I'm me. I'm me. And I get to show up in the way that I want to show up. And I remind myself, consistency should never replace quality. And you know, listen, like I know it may even be the case for this podcast. I don't know, for this share. Not every share is going to be gold, but it should come from the heart and it should be based on your values and beliefs and how you want to show up authentically. Everything inside of you will want to beat that algorithm but the algorithm is designed for you to keep chasing a number. It isn't designed to be of service. 
And what I've learned is that the hashtags, the algorithms trying to beat those numbers don't actually matter. They don't actually matter at the end of the day. What matters is gaining the trust from your community and clients. And those who follow you will want to. Those who want to be a part of your community, they'll engage with you. What does it matter if you have 1 million followers, but no one ever engages with you or works with you or buys one of your products or services? What does it matter? And I know this is very difficult and can bring up comparison, which is why I ask myself, I'm actually, I feel like sometimes I'm asking like a larger force, like the universe. This is the number one question I ask every single day. How can I serve today? That's it. How can I serve today? And I oh, I find myself, the more I ask it and the more I show up with by taking inspired action on the answer I intuitively receive, the more it comes and the easier it is. And if what I'm about to share is not of service, I step away. FOMO be damned. Because I've had that where I get that like pressure to perform and I get on and I'm trying to like record a story and I'm like oh my god I haven't been on social media for three days and I start to panic and I start to feel that anxiousness come in and then I remember I'm not being of service I'm just trying to beat an algorithm (laughs) I'm just trying to catch up with the numbers and I delete it and I step away and I go do something else and I just allow the FOMO to just pass on through me I acknowledge it, I recognize it, and the way that I work against it is to trust my inner guidance system. Trust your inner guidance system. It knows best all the time. And if you're like, this sucks and this is not going to be of service, step away. Trust your inner guidance system. Not always easy, But it gets easier the more you take inspired action on what that inner guidance system says is the correct thing to do for you. It's not going to be the correct thing for another person. It's what's correct for you. Again, this isn't about right or wrong, agreeing or disagreeing. It's about doing what works for you. I created, I actually have a workshop and it's called Strengthening Your Inner Guidance System. And I created it during COVID about six months in when I realized, holy fuck, we're not going back to work ever. Listen, I was obviously exaggerating. A lot of you are back to work and that's wonderful. And we're pretty much fully open, but a big part of my industry in events is not fully open here in Ontario. And I created it because I could see so many people in this panic on not knowing how to oh my God, what do I do? What decision do I make? Do I do this? Do I do that? And not trusting in their inner guidance system. So I recorded this workshop and I sat down and it's three hours and I, I'm just like, I'm just going to riff and I'm just going to record based on all of the tools that helps me to turn down that external noise and trust my inner guidance system. And I did that because I wanted to provide tools that would help people to turn down the external noise that pressure and turn up the volume of what they already know is best for them and what they should say yes to and what they should say no to, not based on right or wrong or agree or disagree from what everyone else is saying, but what on feels feels like a yes or a no or a right or a wrong to them or an agree or disagree to them. That's it. What's inside of you? That's it. So you can trust your inner guidance system. So I highly encourage this online workshop if you want more support on that. And if it feels like a no, don't. It's that simple. It's that simple. One of the things, actually, before I end, I'm going to give you one tool from that workshop. This is something that um, it takes a little bit of practice, but some people like feel it right away. Your body reacts. Your body knows what is a yes and what's a no. One of the things that I will have my clients do, and I share this practice um, in bigger detail in the workshop, is, okay, so you have to make a decision on something that you need to do, but you're not sure. And I, I say, like, imagine that you're at a decision fork and you're standing there. So you've got the decision on the left and you have a decision on the right. Or maybe it's just one decision to make, which is a yes or a no, okay? You stand there for a moment and you ask yourself, is this a yes or is this a no? 
whether that's you have two decisions to two options ahead of you or one option in front of you is this a yes or is this a no and feel it in your body where do you feel it if it feels constricting like oh my that's a no if it feels expansive like you can like like you can take a deep breath that's a yes and it sounds so simple but the more you pay attention to it in your body that's your inner guidance system. That constricting feeling where you're like, oh my God, oh my God. No, I like almost like you can't breathe. That's your body all like telling you before your mind tells you that's a no. That beautiful expansion where you're like, oh, this feels so good in my body. I can breathe again No, if I say yes to this. That's your body saying yes. So I'm just going to end. I'm going to end. That's it. I'm sending you so much love. I'm going to continue having this conversation, I promise. But I want to end here. Um, We've been almost talking about this for an hour. And I want you to just start putting some of these tools in place. Asking yourself those questions. Really checking within. Feeling how it feels. Showing up on social media. Spend a couple weeks showing up on social media the way that feels really good to you. And... If it starts to feel really good, if you're like, oh my God, I feel like the pressure is being taken off, awesome, just keep doing what you're doing, all right? And I promise I will do more research, have more conversations on this, bring more people on, more women on to continue on having this conversation because again, I don't have all the answers. I only have what has worked for me. So I promise you, I will start going out there and getting more support for all of you and more information so that you have tools for your toolbox. So I would love to hear what you think about this conversation. Also, if you have any tips that you can share with us on this topic, please head over to Instagram. All the links for Contagiously Positive and Sisterhood are in my are in the show links. If um if you if you are over there on Instagram, great. If not, that's okay. Send me a message. Um my direct email is also in the show notes and I'll share I'll share it um, on another episode as well I want to hear from you because the more we talk about this and share that we're not alone you know the more emotional and mental freedom that we have so send me an email this is what I do this is great share it in your next episode I will do that or head over to Instagram Look for the graphic for this episode um, and share in the comments. Like, let's make social media what it's meant to be social, period. So if you loved this episode, liked this episode, hated this episode, whatever it may be, you can rate it or give it an honest review over on iTunes or Spotify or whatever listening platform you're listening on. I'm always so grateful for these reviews because we can't grow. We can't grow the podcast without the good reviews and I can't provide you um, what you need or know how to grow myself and be different and, you know, like show up in a way that is really good um, to grow this podcast if I don't get the bad reviews either. It just helps us to grow no matter what, right? So um, regardless the whole point is to reach people all around the world so that they know they're not alone. Empowered humans empower other humans and we can't do that alone. So again, I'm sending you so much love and thank you for being here for today's conversation. I'll see you on the other side. Bye everyone.